every single action that you have ever taken started as a thought. So when you change the way you think, you will change the way you act, and you will change the way you live. That is hyperconscious. No matter what you're going through right now or ever have gone through, the only way your life changes is if you change first. That is what we are here to help you do. A huge shout out to our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast for sponsoring this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we sat down and talked about why fear is fake. Today, for episode number 320, we are going to do a small talks episode on how jumping to conclusions will screw up your relationship. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend, Taryn, for this suggestion. Yes, we were on the phone with Taryn before this episode, and this is what she suggested, which is a great idea. But before we jump to this episode, I just want to say a couple things. Number one is, in my personal life, there has been a dream that has come true that was beyond what I even thought, what I struggled to believe was possible. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because today was an overwhelming moment of gratitude where I just talked to Kevin about the power of belief. And if you're out there right now and you are having trouble believing in your own brighter future, I actually think that that might be the most important thing that I can help you with in coaching. I will quite literally brainwash you into believing what in what's possible for you and if you don't believe that something's possible, why would you ever even try? So the byproducts of belief is going to be personal growth, experiences you've never had, people you've never met, fears you've never faced. Like he, On the other side of your limiting beliefs is a whole new life that I, I actually am convinced in this moment that that's probably what I give my clients more than anything else is the ability to believe in their own brighter future so that they chase it. And then once they see what's possible on the other side of those things that I believe they're capable of, they just go, it starts to snowball. And I've seen them just just absolutely transform. So I'm excited. I have two spots open, and that's uh, my plug. As do I. I have two spots as well. And just to second what Alan said, it's one of my favorite things showing my clients at one time I was exactly where they are. In their mindset, I had the limiting beliefs. I wasn't confident. I had zero clarity. I mean, in some cases, I might have been further down the rabbit hole. I was suicidal. Uh, so showing them what's actually possible when you surround yourself with the right people, when you start learning about the right things, when you start you know, really, really dialing in your habits and your clarity and all of that stuff. So I think, just a second what Alan said, that is one of my favorite things to help my clients with as well. All right. So Taryn suggested this because she called me when she was on her way home from Boston. Oh, yeah. And Alan said, hey, do you have a suggestion for an episode? And we're actually going to do a five-minute clinic on this, but we're going to do a small talks episode on it. So the examples, Alan and I have had interesting weeks <laughs> over the past couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. So my ex, one of my exes reached out to me mm -hmm. and wanted to meet up just to kind of get closure. Nothing just strictly platonic, like no, no ill intent at all, right? And I knew that immediately um, after she reached out. And... After she reached out, I remember telling Alan, like, you know, this is this is what happened. She reached out to me. I don't know what to do. Like, I don't really know that I feel like I need the closure. I, I feel I don't feel like I need to see her in person. I, I feel like I've taken everything I can from the experience. I have the closure. I'm forgiving. Like that's I'm I'm good with that. But <laughs> I have to I have to tell Taryn about this. Right. Like what 
I don't know that this is okay. <laughs> Am I doing something wrong? Right. And like, what if I do decide I want to get closure? Like, what do I do? So Alan and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I think my initial thought was like, I don't know. I, I don't want to hurt Taryn. I don't want to make her feel like insecure. I don't want to bring this to her and hurt it. Like second guess anything. Right. Right. And that was me jumping to conclusions a little bit. Like that was me assuming like, oh, this, this could go pretty badly. But it ended up, I, I was at Taryn's and I brought it up and said, hey, just so you know, my, one of my exes reached out to me and wanted closure and I explained the situation and she said, oh, I support you, you know, no matter what. If you want to go do that, I support you 100% and I totally trust you. I, I have no, what did she say? I don't remember the exact wording she said. Um, I've, it doesn't make me feel any type of way is what she said. <laughs> and, and so for me, like I jumped to that conclusion Imagine if I withheld that information and like, you know, something came of that, right? right. I would probably feel bad about it. But also, let's do the reverse of that. Imagine if Taryn jumped to conclusions and immediately thought like, oh, he must be messing around. Oh, he must want to get with this girl. Oh, he must not love me. This, 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 this. You know, when Taryn made the suggestion, she said the topic or the theme of the episode should be giving your partner the benefit of the doubt. Right. And we're talking specifically in this situation, but the other thing she said was like, you're going to do things differently than your partner. Maybe you load the dishwasher differently. That's an example she used. Right. But you have to understand like, your partner isn't doing, a lot of the things they're doing isn't to piss you off. It's just because they do things a different way. Exactly. And you have to go back to the why of why are you actually in this relationship in the first place and go back and listen to when we talked about commitment. If you're in a committed relationship, those small little things shouldn't really affect your relationship that much. If you're in the relationship with somebody who's growth minded, who is secure, who is about doing check-ins and being honest and open and transparent and vulnerable, these are the things that are actually going to bring you closer together and understanding like your partner if they're a good person and if you're in the relationship because you love them and you want to grow with them, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. They didn't want to make you feel the way they felt in a certain situation maybe. Like just as, as another example, um, I couldn't, so I slept over Taryn's last night and I couldn't sleep. So I woke up at like 2.30 to go to the bathroom. I was laying in bed at 3 and I was like rolling all over the place. And Taryn like sighed at me. Like I heard her sigh and go, are you, are you going to go back to sleep? And I said, well, I'm trying. I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely trying to do that. You know, and, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to go. And it was three in the morning. So I, I just left. Not like in a bad way. Just like, I don't think I'm going to fall asleep and I don't want to keep you up. Right. So I, I gave her a kiss and I left. And she texted me later in the day and said, hey, I'm so sorry. I treated you like that. I should have thought more about you. And I, I literally said like, it's no, no, nothing, no hard feelings at all. Right. I'm giving you the benefit. <laughs> Were of, like, you just rolling back and forth? I kind of was. Brutal? Yeah, yeah. I just, I couldn't <laughs> fall back asleep. But I don't, there was like, I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. You have a long day. You have to drive into Boston. You have like a full right. eight or nine hour day. I get to nap. Right. Right. So like, I, I want the, the takeaway. I'm taking the whole episode. This is great. Dude, you're good. I, I want the <laughs> good. I want the takeaway to be, yeah, give your partner the benefit of the doubt, but also be understanding and be patient and like don't let small minute to minute things control the vibe of your relationship. Because mm-hmm. I very easily could have said, Yeah, you know what? It was terrible that you like sighed at me. Like it's not a big is that really a big deal? Right. That she was woken up at three in the morning and possibly unresourceful. Like not everybody gets up super early so for me it was like whatever i'll just go right i'm already up so yeah that's my that's my thing 
<laughs> strong work. Yeah, yeah, strong yeah. A lot work. of lot of unpacking there. Yeah, there was. We're doing this similar to a five minute clinic uh, structure. Yeah, but I dig it. All right, so a couple things jumped off the page there with that story. Sure. First of all, thank you, Taryn, for this this yes. suggestion. Yes. One of the things that's interesting is like if you had drawn the conclusion prior to even trying that Taryn would be potentially upset that Leah texted you, yeah. then you wouldn't have ever brought it to Taryn. And then you wouldn't have now known how secure she is right. for the future. Now you understand. You have higher awareness. Yeah. Whereas if you never brought that, that would just be... A, every single one of these is an opportunity to raise your awareness of each other and of the relationship. So I had a similar story. It's actually interesting how this happened to us both. It's very synchronistic. Uh, it is very synchronistic. So I was in Target, Target last week. Last week. And as everyone knows, there's a lot of people in and out of grocery stores right now due to the challenges the globe are facing right now. And the globe are facing. The globe is facing, right. Just making sure. And so I was in Target. I bought a couple shirts, a couple of nice new shirts for the podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. sure they are. Really, really. <laughs> so $5.99 a piece. It's also a couple of $9.99 ones. Ooh. But anyways, I get in line and I realize that in front of me is my ex-girlfriend, Jenny Brooke. And I go, oh. Hey, Jenny, what's happening? So we had a good little interaction, and we said, hey, and we caught up, and I said, how's the family? And she said, vice versa. And it was just a really wonderful sort of experience of, like, I didn't sense any negative energy. Uh, I hope she would say the same, and, and it was just, like, nice to see her. It was, like, cool. So I walked away from that interaction feeling really uplifted. As a matter of fact, I was about to get on a team call with the team, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, Tiff, and Amy, and I told them, like, interesting, I just ran into Jenny. Later that night, I went to Emilia's place, and uh, we were just making tea, and I said, oh, by the way, I ran into Jenny today. And it's funny, because not two weeks or three weeks prior to that, I had said how I had some junk inside myself about my last relationship that I really wanted to forgive. There's that great analogy Wayne Dyer uses about how no one dies from a snake bite. It's actually the poison from the bite that continues to flow through your veins after the bite that kills you. And so it's good to forgive when things go south. And so I really had set the intention to really forgive myself and Jenny about the way in which the challenges we face together. And I was ready to do that because I'm so unbelievably happy in my current relationship. So anyways, I'm, I'm telling her this story because I had already told her that my intention was to forgive. And so I'm with Emilia and I'm telling her this. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I asked her later that night. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even think like if that might have bothered you. And she's like, well, honestly, I wanted to support you. I wanted to be positive. And there was a tiny part of me that like cringed a little when I found out you ran into your ex, but it wasn't much. And I, I'm that's a mirror for me. This is her words. That's a mirror for me of like, what is that about? Because I really want to be supportive and I want to be positive. But there's always that little fear there when you're <clears throat> the person that you love so dearly runs into someone else who they've been intimate with. So it's kind of cool because... I realized a couple things. Number one, I'm so transparent with Emilia about everything that I didn't even realize that that might affect her. And also, she's so emotionally intelligent and, and in control of her emotions and her reactions that I still didn't even know it offended. It, it, uh, not offended. It, it, she used the word tinge. Like, she felt a slight tinge in her heart. Um, I didn't even notice because she's so centered. Mm. While I was telling the story, like, I didn't notice her energy shift or anything maybe that's because i'm unaware or maybe that's because she's so you know emotionally centered but that's a cool thing so she gave me the benefit of the doubt and here's an interesting thing as well so whenever something i set the intention at the beginning of my relationship with emilia that i don't want anything to ever be kept from her 
and I mean anything, nothing financial, no challenges with friends, nothing. Even to the point where I want to tell a very quick story here. So her dog, Tucker, took a shit on our carpet. <laughs> right in the center of the place. When she, so she had gotten here. She came into my room. And there was a nice little, little, little turd. Little turd. Little turd. Right. I thought it was Kevin, Happens. but it was actually Tucker. I wasn't here that day. Yeah, Kevin wasn't here that day. And I remember she had a stressful day, right? So the last thing I want to do is her to get upset because she does get upset when Tucker does that. And so I'm thinking, like, you know what? I'll just pick it up and not tell her about it because I don't want to upset her and I want her to be in a peaceful state. And then I'm like, nope, I can't not tell her because she would want to know and I'm not going to keep anything from her. So it's a quick little story. I think full transparency is huge. That's not... You know, in the past, I honestly probably would have, for lack of better phrasing, swiped that under the rug. (laughs) (laughs) Probably literally. Right, literally. (laughs) But the point is this, is if you give your partner the benefit of the doubt, they can handle it. And and now, I believe Taryn and Emilia both probably trust us even more than they did prior because we told them and gave them the benefit of the doubt. It's connected, too. We've we've done a couple episodes throughout the... The history of the hyperconscious podcast on having difficult uh, conversations. That is exactly what this is. Like right. you're giving your partner the benefit of the doubt that they can handle whatever that conversation is. But I also think it's it's patience too, because there's it's like you're you allowed Emilia to be frustrated with the fact that little Tucker crapped on the carpet. Yeah, and I think that you can get into the mindset of like, oh, you know what, my partner should never react that way. Like, oh, Taryn should never be mad that I wake her up at three in the morning. I think a lot of people can think that way. And for me, it's like, it literally didn't offend me at all. I literally just got up and said, well, I'm just going to go. Like, I'm already up. What's the big deal? I'll get an hour start in the day. Right. And I think that having patience in your relationship and, and like, just understanding, just understanding and being patient that, like, is it really, I use the toast story. Like, Taryn set the toaster oven on fire. And, like... I was like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't care. Like, it doesn't bother me at, literally at all. It was funny. <laughs> it was fun because we we bonded over it. And now it's a joke. And I just think, right. I think you have to be patient with your partner and understand that at the end of the day, if they're doing the best that they can do with the information that you've, you know, that they've been given, or if they're doing the best that they can do with the stress that they're going through, or you know, different situations. I think that's why you love your partner in the first place. Mm. I love when Taryn does funny things like that. I genuinely do. I, I just do. I think it's so cute. Like when she snipped the lights of yeah, the Christmas yeah. tree. She was cut she was trying to cut a branch <laughs> off the Christmas tree and she cut all of their lights. And I was like, You're looking to get electrocuted. But, but like no part of me was like, Oh my god. Right. I thought it was hilarious. How much time did you guys spend putting those lights up? Oh, it took a while. It took a minute. <laughs> to redo it, them it's, all. It's, it's a memory and I think that you know, it you have to take that that's that's one of the amazing parts of being in a relationship. Being able to share those awesome like those awesome memories of you know, going on a hike and seeing a beautiful sunset, that's just as important to me as talking about the time you lit the toaster oven on fire. Maybe I'm weird. But <laughs> no, I just I think that's awesome. I, at the end of the day, like if your partner is doing their best, genuinely, and you know they're doing their best, right. be there to support them. Because that's only going to help you in the long run. And the key here is like, and I've realized this, you don't want your partner don't try to make them feel bad. No. You know, ever. Because right. even if th- there's this thing of like it's like a subconscious control thing of like, well, if I make them feel bad about this, then they'll know not to do it in the right. future. Yeah, we're not, it, we're humans not, are not dogs. Right. We're not children. We're not training a dog. Like, it's important to have emotional intelligence. And, and at the end of the day, you want your partner to feel good about themselves. Yeah. Uh, one last thing, real quick, before the timer goes off. 
Emilia said this to me and it really hit home because I do this a lot and I think it's really important for all of us to do this more. I had a really hard night this past week where I was totally in an unresourceful state and my energy had shifted and she asked me what was wrong and I was like not, even though I didn't understand what was wrong yet, but I basically said, no, I'm good, like no worries. She basically said, all I did was put myself in your shoes. If I was unresourceful, what, I, what would I want from him? And that's just support. She was unbelievably sweet and kind, even when I struggled to be. And that's something that I intend to do and I do frequently as well, is like, what would she... So for example, I ran into my ex. When you're contemplating, your mind goes like, should I talk about this? Remember, wouldn't you want to know? Like, let's say she ran into her ex. Wouldn't I want the benefit of the doubt of like, I can handle it and you can tell me about it? So think about it that way too, like... Imagine putting yourself in their shoes. Like, would you want to know that they ran into their ex? And would would you want them to believe that you could handle it and have them bring it to you to build that trust? So, fire episode. It was a good one. What, is, what was the Oh, and the other thing Taryn said, too, that was a good thing. Like, it, we'll just leave it as a takeaway. We could do a whole episode on this. But your partner is not psychic. They oh, have right. no idea. Like, they really have no idea what you're thinking unless you let them in. Right. And so if Alan didn't say, I'm unresourceful, then, then Emilia might not have known that. She wouldn't know to reframe and put herself in that position. That's a whole other thing, too. Right. But that relies on the communication and the level of vulnerability in your relationship. I have to say one more Quickly. thing, too. I, I, right. So Quickly. I told her that it's, it has nothing to do with us. Ah. So if you want to reassure your partner, because if your partner's in an unresourceful state, the, our natural fear goes to what did I do wrong. Right. So I reassured her. I said to her, literally, I said, sweetheart, you know this has nothing to do with you and I. And she's like, I didn't, but I appreciate you saying that. Now she can be fully supportive. Okay. All right. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, on Friday, we are going to do a deeper dive into the drive to five. Look at that. Friday. Nice. It really it really flows. Uh, we'll, we'll go through some examples of what we learned from ourselves because that's we were the guinea pigs for this. Oh, but yeah. also our clients, our friends, people that we know, all sorts of different things and how you can use it and leverage it in your life. We hope you will enjoy and we will talk to you on the day of fries. Friday. Bye. Talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, it would mean the world to us if you would share this with your friends. And if you have any questions, please reach out to Kevin or myself. Our contact information is in the show notes, and we can't wait to hear from you. Guys, we wouldn't be able to do this without you. So if you would kindly leave us a review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyper-conscious.